Good morning, friends, and happy Halloween. Our readings for this morning on today, October 30th, 2020, are Psalm 55, Ecclesiasticus, or the Wisdom of Jesus, Son of Sirach, 35, 1 through 17, Revelation 13, 11 through 18, and the Gospel of Luke 12, 32 through 48. I apologize for not posting a prayer yesterday. I spent my morning prayer time putting together a liturgy for a special service that I'm doing this morning at at 10 o'clock Eastern Standard online, a special service of healing. And, And so I didn't do morning prayer. I fully intended to put evening prayer together, but that is just not how the day worked out. I'm glad that the Spirit has brought us here together at this time, this morning. Thank you, my friends. We are no longer strangers and sojourners, but citizens together with the saints and members of the household of God. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Creator, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior, Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Our God is glorious in all the saints. Come, let us worship. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to God with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before God our Maker. For you are our God, and we are the people of your pasture and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to, we would hearken to your voice. God is glorious in all the saints. Come, let us worship.
Psalm 55 Give ear to my prayer, O God. Do not hide yourself from my supplication. Attend to me and answer me. I am troubled in my complaint. I am distraught by the noise of the enemy because of the clamor of the wicked. For they bring trouble upon me. And in anger they cherish enmity against me. My heart is in anguish within me. The terrors of death have fallen upon me. Fear and trembling come upon me, and horror overwhelms me. And I say, oh, that I had wings like a dove. I would fly away and be at rest. Truly, I would fly far, flee far away. I would lodge in the wilderness. I would hurry to find a shelter for myself from the raging wind and tempest. Continue, O God, confound their speech. For I see violence and strife in the city. Day and night they go around it on they go around it on its walls, and iniquity and trouble are within it. Ruin is in its midst, oppression and fraud do not depart from its marketplace. It is not enemies who taunt me. I could bear that. It is not adversaries who deal insolently with me. I could hide from them. But it is you, my equal, my companion, my familiar friend, with whom I kept pleasant company. We walked in the house of God with the throng. Let death come upon them. Let them go down alive to Sheol. For evil is in their homes and in their hearts. But I call upon God, and God will save me. Evening and morning and at noon I utter my complaint and moan. And God will hear my voice. God will redeem me unharmed from the battle that I wage. For many are arrayed against me. God, who is enthroned from of old, will hear and will humble them, because they do not change and do not fear God. My companion laid hands on a friend and violated a covenant with me, with speech smoother than butter, but with a heart set on war, with words that were softer than oil, but in fact were drawn swords. Cast your burden on God, and God will sustain you. God will never permit the righteous to be moved. But you, O God, will cast them down into the lowest pit. The bloodthirsty and treacherous shall not live out half their days but I will trust in you. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Ecclesiasticus, or the Wisdom of Jesus, Son of Sarek, chapter 35, verses 1 through 17. The one who keeps the law makes many offerings. One who heeds the commandments makes an offering of well-being. The one who returns a kindness offers choice flower, and one who gives alms and one who gives alms sacrifices a thank offering. To keep from wickedness is pleasing to God, and to forsake unrighteousness is an atonement. Do not appear before God empty-handed, for all that you offer is, a is in fulfillment of the commandment. The offering of the righteous enriches the altar and its pleasing odor rises before the Most High. The sacrifice of the righteous is acceptable, and it will never be forgotten. Be generous when you worship God, and do not stint the first fruits of your hands. 
With every gift, show a cheerful face and dedicate your tithe with gladness. Give to the Most High as God has given to you and as generously as you can afford. For God is the one who repays and God will repay you sevenfold. Do not offer God a bribe for God will not accept it. And do not rely on a dishonest sacrifice for God is the judge. And with God, there is no partiality. God will not show partiality to the poor, but he will listen to the prayer of one who is wronged. God will not ignore the supplication of the orphan or the widow when she pours out her complaint. Do not the tears of the widow run down her cheek as she cries out against the one who causes them to fall? The one whose service is pleasing to God will be accepted. And God's prayer will reach to the clouds. The prayer of the humble pierces the clouds. And it will not rest until it reaches its goal. It will not desist until the Most High responds and does justice for the righteous and executes judgment. Indeed, God will not delay, and like a warrior, will not be patient until God crushes the loins of the unmerciful and repays vengeance on the nations. Until God destroys the multitude of the insolent and breaks the scepters of the unrighteous, until God repays mortals according to their deeds and the works of all according to their thoughts, until God judges the case of God's people and makes them rejoice in God's mercy. God's mercy is welcomed in time of distress, as clouds of rain in time of drought. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle 12, a song of creation. Glorify God, all you works of God. Sing praise and give honor forever. In the high vault of heaven, glorify God. Sing praise and give honor forever. Glorify God, you angels and all powers of God, O heavens and all waters above the heavens, sun and moon and stars of the sky, glorify God. Sing praise and give honor forever. Glorify God, every shower of rain and fall of dew, all winds and fire and heat. Winter and summer, glorify God. Sing praise and give honor forever. Glorify God, O chill and cold, drops of dew and flakes of snow, frost and cold, ice and sleet, glorify God. Sing praise and give honor forever. Glorify God, O nights and days, O shining light and enfolding dark. Storm clouds and thunderbolts, glorify God. Sing praise and give honor forever. Let the earth glorify God. Sing praise and give honor forever. Glorify God, O mountains and hills and all that grows upon the earth. Sing praise and give honor forever. Glorify God, O springs of water, seas and streams, O whales and all, mo- and all that move in the waters. All birds of the air, glorify God. Sing praise and give honor forever. Glorify God, O beasts of the wild, and all you flocks and herds. O men and women everywhere, glorify God. Sing praise and give honor forever. Let the people of God glorify God. Sing praise and give honor forever. Glorify God, O priests and servants of God. Sing praise and give honor forever. Glorify God, O spirits and souls of the righteous. Sing praise and give honor forever. You that are holy and humble of heart, glorify God. Sing praise and give honor forever. Let us glorify God, Creator, Incarnate, and Holy Spirit. 
sing praise and give honor forever. In the high vault of heaven, glorify God, sing praise and give honor forever. A reading from Revelation, chapter 13, verses 11 through 18. Then I saw another beast that rose out of the earth. It had two horns like a lamb, and it spoke like a dragon. It exercises all the authority of, a, of the first beast on, beast on its behalf, and it makes the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast, whose mortal wound had been healed. It performs great signs, even making fire come down from heaven to earth in the sight of all. And by the signs that it is allowed to perform on behalf of the beast, it deceives the inhabitants of earth, telling them to make an image for the beast that had been wounded by the sword and yet lived. And it was allowed to give breath to the image of the beast, so the image of the beast could even speak and cause those who would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. Also it causes all, both small and great, both rich and poor, both free and slave, to be marked on the right hand or the forehead, so that no one can buy or sell who does not have the mark, that is the name of the beast or the number of its name. This calls for wisdom. Let anyone with understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a person. Its number is 666. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle 19, The Song of the Redeemed O ruler of the universe, sovereign God, great deeds are they that you have done surpassing human understanding. Your ways are ways of righteousness and truth, O ruler of all the ages. Who can fail to do you homage, O God, and sing the praises of your name? For you only are the Holy One. All nations will draw near and fall down before you, because your just and holy works have been revealed. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, Jesus Christ. Luke chapter 12, verses 32 through 48. Do not be afraid, little flock, for it is your Creator's good pleasure to give you dominion. Sell your possessions and give alms. Make purses for yourselves that do not wear out. An unfailing treasure in heaven where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Be dressed for action and have your lamps lit. Be like those who are waiting for their master and mistress to return from the wedding banquet so that they may open the door for them as soon as they come and knock. Blessed, blessed are those
Blessed are those slaves whom the master finds alert when he comes. Truly, I tell you, he will fasten his belt and have them sit down to eat, and he will come and serve them. If he comes during the middle of the night or near dawn and finds them so, blessed are those slaves. But know this, if the owner of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be ready, for the incarnate is coming at an unexpected hour. Peter said, God, are you telling this parable? Peter said, Lord, are you telling this parable for us or for everyone? And the Lord said, Who then is the faithful and prudent servant whom their master will put in charge of the slaves to give them their allowance of food at the proper time? Blessed is, this, blessed is that slave whom their master will find at work when they arrive. Truly I tell you, the master will put that one in charge of all the master's possessions. But if that slave says to himself, my master is delayed in coming, and if he begins to beat the other slaves, men and women, and to eat and drink and get drunk, the master of that slave will come on a day when the slave does not expect him, and at an hour that he does not know and will cut him in pieces and put him with the unfaithful. That slave who knew what his master wanted but did not prepare himself or do what was wanted will receive a severe beating. But the one who did not know and did what deserved a beating will receive a light beating. From everyone who much has been given, to whom much has been given, much will be required. And from the one to whom much has been entrusted, even more will be demanded. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. It's always hard for me, friends, to read these readings that talk about slavery, and I have to remember the context of the time, and I just don't understand. I'm just frustrated. I don't understand. I don't understand. I know there are places in our biblical texts where Christ spoke out against slavery and said that we are all free and equal and beloved and created by God with God and in God. And I just, I almost just want to excise these parables that have slavery in them. And, and I, I get it when my son just gets so upset and he just hates the whole allegory. I get it. And I think really here, the whole point is to be good stewards and fully involved, all in, co-creators with God, in God's dominion, in bringing heaven here, in moving our current world toward the divine state of being that God created it, us, and all that is in it to be. That's the point. And I wish that it had been said another way. I wish that it had been written down another way. I wish that I could have been there to see the way it was being said. I wish I could, 
understand better the context so that I would know why these words were chosen. But for us in this day, I think the point is to keep focused on what matters. The way of love, God's dominion. And to be, I was going to say patient, to persevere in faith. That we are not forgotten, that God is coming. And may come any moment. And we talked about this a little bit before. It means living with love in the world with open hearts and minds. Beings and souls that are once well protected within the circle of our soul and the beneficence of God's presence and also ready to encounter God in the unexpected at any moment. And it is that anticipatory readiness, that firmly fixed faith, that rooted love and yet flexible expectation that I believe is being talked about here. And so that's the message that I want to retain. And I think in the context of our other readings, that's really important for us this morning because so much of our lives, I think we are impatient for God to come to work God's justice, to rescue us. And, and the tension of the impatience of waiting with the joy of living in the present is something that is probably a constant struggle in our lives. And finding that rhythm, finding that relationship, finding harmony in that tension is is one of the greatest works, I think. So when, when our readings talk about, as our reading from Ecclesiasticus or Surik says this morning, our lives are our offerings. God cares nothing. For us, like God has no use for the, what were thought of as the traditional offerings, you know, for, for food or for drink or for money. God has all the food, drink, and money that God could need, right? It all comes from God anyway. But what God designed us for is this living relationship. So offering up our lives to God by intentional living in that tension and balance and striving for that harmony and, and rhythm of life and soul divine and created is what reaches God in this beautiful personification of prayer that pierces the clouds and doesn't rest until it reaches its goal. 
that is where we should focus our, our energy, our restless energy and our frustration, even our frustration at the words we read this morning, focus that all into fervent prayer that reaches God, friends. And I think when we are living this way that hopefully we are less apt to be deceived. You know, our reading from Revelation talks about the beast and the beast mark, you know, and this is all a counterpoint to Christ and and the way that we are marked by Jesus. And rest assured, my friends, you bear the mark of Christ. You are known by Jesus Christ. Christ has written your name on their hand. And when we get tired and frustrated, we are more susceptible to the deceit of the counter-inspirer. We are more susceptible to fall for that which is not of God, to be drawn away into desolation. And so I, I think this is, this is a part of not just our motivation, but also the learning process of learning to live in rhythm with our souls and, and creation is that we recognize when things are out of balance, but I think we must not, and we've talked about this before, um, fall prey to what my friend Nicole calls the second arrow. You know, the first arrow is in this context that we're talking about, falling for the deceit of the counter-inspire. But the second arrow is then beating ourselves up over it because that doesn't do any good, right? The thing is to recognize and learn, to get up, to allow God to lift us out of the pit if we've fallen into one or to lift us up off the ground if we've stumbled and fallen. And then to say, aha, okay, I've got more data. I understand a little better how the enemy does it, what the enemy looks like, and I understand a little better how to recover. So the next time we'll catch it a little quicker and we'll recover a little faster. So if we want to be impatient and to move faster, the best way to expend our efforts is to learn well the lessons of, of the times that we are mistaken. I hope that all makes a little bit of sense, my beloved friends. Thank you so much for being with me this morning. You are all very dear to me. Um, and this communal time, you know, Brene Brown, um, wait a minute, it might be Jen Hatmaker, sorry, asks uh, her guests at the end of the podcast, what is saving your life right now, which is a Barbara Brown Taylor question. And the answer to that question for me is this. The daily office morning prayer spoken with you is what's saving my life right now. So on All Hallows Eve today, a day that I do believe this Eve and tomorrow All Saints Day, El Dia de los Muertos, I believe the veil is thin and I believe the spirits of those that we have lost draw near to us. I believe this is true. I believe that we can, that they are always here and also in heaven that time and space doesn't mean the same to them that it does to us. But I believe that because this day is marked as sacred and special in this way, 
that we, <clears throat> today and tomorrow that is, that we can feel them a little bit more tangibly, that we encounter that a little bit more tangibly, pardon me, that we encounter them a little more palpably. And so today, my friends, um, may God and your loved ones be with you. Amen. Let us affirm our faith together. We believe in God, the nurturer and teacher, from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. Excuse me. We believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of divine love, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit. She strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. Amen. <clears throat> Hear our cry, O God, and listen to our prayer. Let us pray. Yes, let's do use the prayers from the Iona Abbey worship book, my friends. Into your care, O God, we place those whom we love, those for whom we worry, those from whom in time or place or affection we are distant. Into your care, O God, we place what grieves us, and what inspires us and fills us with hope. Into your care, O God, we give ourselves. God bless to us our bodies. God bless to us our souls. God bless to us our lives. God bless to us our belief. Let us share the prayer that Jesus taught us in our own language or preferred version. Our Creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come. Your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us in the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Jesus, you cried when a friend died, and you shared the grief of those who mourn. So we name before you Andrew Mercer, Samuel Stone, all those who have died as a result of COVID-19 or poverty or war, illness, any other of the needless thousand reasons. And we entrust them all to your care, O oh God. May the blessing of light be upon us, light without and light within. 
May the moon, sun, and stars shine on us and warm every heart till it glows like a great fire so that strangers and friends may come in and find welcome. May light shine out from our eyes like a candle set in a window. And may God bless us with goodness and loving kindness. Amen. Prayer for All Hallows' Eve O most merciful and mighty God, your begotten, Jesus Christ, was born of the Blessed Virgin Mary to bring us salvation and to establish your dominion on earth. Grant that Michael and all your angels may defend your people against Satan and every evil foe, and that at the last we may come to that heavenly country where your saints forever sing your praise through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. The Collect of All Saints' Day Almighty God, you have knit together your elect in one communion and fellowship in the mystical body of your begotten, Christ our Savior. Give us grace so to follow your blessed saints in all virtuous and godly living, that we may come to those ineffable joys that you have prepared for those who truly love you. Through Jesus Christ our Savior, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God, in glory everlasting. Collect for Saturdays. Almighty God, who after the creation of the world rested from all your works and sanctified a day of rest for all your creatures, grant that we, putting away all earthly anxieties, may be duly prepared for the service of your sanctuary and that our rest here upon earth may be a preparation for the eternal rest promised to your people in heaven. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. In the Collect for this week, Proper 25, Almighty and everlasting God, increase in us the gifts of faith, hope, and charity, and that we may obtain what you promise, Make us love what you command, through Jesus Christ, our Savior, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. And lastly, a collect for peace. O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you as eternal life and to serve you as perfect freedom, Defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Let us use the prayer of St. Francis as our prayer for mission, as we have been. God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. 
For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. At this time, let us have a moment of silence, offering up to God and encircling in the light of Christ those whom the Spirit has placed upon our hearts. Almighty God, giver of all mercies, we, your co-creators, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Savior Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.